Hi, you're listening to 48 Minutes, and this is Tim Kittrow from NBA Jam. Ooh, boom, shakalaka. What is up, everybody? This is 48 Minutes Podcast. We are very, very deep into our season previews for the year. We've only got like five more to record, so we're, uh, we're getting pretty excited about the NBA season. I am joined today by my pod partner and crime, Kyle Brandon. How's it going, Kyle? It's going really well, man. I'm excited to chat some basketball today. It's going to be a fun one. I am, I am too. This is the, uh, this is the first time we have ever had a, a Warriors season preview, and uh, today we are welcoming contributor from BlueManHoop.com, Michael Schultz. Michael, how you doing today? What's up, guys? We are super excited to have you, man. We, uh, we don't get to talk Golden State hoops in Cincinnati very often. I bet not. <laughs> it's, uh, you know, uh, especially in the, uh, the Ohio region, they're not exactly the most popular team. Uh, but, yeah, uh, there's I, another team over there, right? Yeah. Yeah, but they're not much anything anymore, so <laughs> we, won't even, we won't even mention them. It's, it's fine. It's fine. So, uh, Michael, tell us how you, uh, how you started writing for uh, Blue Man Hoop. Uh, I started writing for them probably uh, five years ago, and um, like right when uh, Mark Jackson became the coach of the team, um, so I started writing then, and they pretty much took off <laughs> after that. They, they hired Steve Kerr, and oh, I can tell I'm really loud. Uh, um, yeah, and um, it's been... Um, Peaches and cream since then for their team, um, and I'm not apologizing for anything because they were <laughs> terrible in my youth. Okay, so you you've been a fan beyond the five years. This wasn't like a bandwagon Bay Area thing. Oh, even no though way. There. No way. No way. So so when did you when did you start watching Golden State Warriors basketball when you were growing up? Which, uh, which, prob- probably which, in the uh, mid to late '90s. They okay. were pretty awful i mean they only made the playoffs one year um in my childhood and i was only 10 years old when they had chris weber i don't know if you know that chris weber actually played for the warriors for one year we, we, but, we uh, vaguely remember something about that <laughs> we yeah. vaguely remember about it so uh here we are uh four years deep into this amazing super team um we're going. We're going for a, a three-peat this year. Um, the biggest story of the summer was the remarkable signing of one Demarcus Cousins. Uh, what was your initial reaction when when you heard that the Golden State Warriors, the richest team in basketball, <laughs> signed a player who may be the best center in basketball right now? Yeah, On a my first reaction was holy bleep. <laughs> that that the Warriors actually got someone of that caliber at the center position. I understand that he's coming off an Achilles injury, but um, they don't need him to um, 
till April, pretty much. They can they can make do with their four all stars, and uh, just stick Jordan Bell or Kavon Looney or Damian Jones in that center position, and um, I think they'll be okay. Yeah, it's going to be a an interesting season. Um, what what are you expecting from Demarcus Cousins? Do you do you see him coming back like sometime after the All Star break? Um, probably probably around there. Um, um, I, I I mean he could he could come back in April. I mean they they really don't need him. I I heard they wanted to use that. Uh, Middle up level exception on uh, I think it was Tyreek Evans, but he wasn't he wasn't having any of that. So um, I mean, I think this is pretty much just like a rehab season for him to get his get his money up next off season because this is just a one year rental for the Golden State Warriors. Well, yeah. I mean, he finally gets a a shot at the title too. I mean, this is huge for him. I mean, he's never even played in the playoffs. So that's true. Cause he was hurt last season when the Pelicans made it. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, in all the Sacramento Kings teams, you know, year after year, we thought, well, maybe they'll put it together this year. And they never did. So I'm kind of glad to see him on a team like this. I was a little bit shocked, but I mean, a lot of people, you know, a lot of, you know, people out in the media were saying that there just weren't, a whole lot of other teams that were interested in him. Do you buy that? I I do. I somewhat buy that. I feel like there are a lot of bad teams that called him and maybe offered him like a one-year, like $10, 15000000 million deal. But uh, I don't think any good teams were calling him. And it was funny that, um, like... The DeMarcus signing was, like, right after LeBron, maybe, like, a day after. Like, LeBron had all the glory of signing his new contract with the Lakers, and then here come the Warriors coming in and signing DeMarcus Cousins. It's like, uh, LeBron can never get his way when it comes to the Warriors. (laughs) Yeah, it seems like uh, getting him integrated by the playoffs is kind of, like, the biggest goal for this season. Mm-hmm. Um, but besides that, I mean, I mean, that's not going to be happening until so late in the season. What's going to be the, kind of the goal for this team um, throughout the year? What's going to be keeping them from like getting bored as we're hearing all, all the time? Um, I think uh, they have a, a little bit of competition in the West. Um, I think their major competition is probably the Thunder. Um, oh, wow. I mean, getting rid of the, uh, Carmelo Anthony, I think, is a big a big plus for that team <laughs> because he plays absolutely no defense. He's got no shot. And for the same reason, I think uh, the Rockets got worse because uh, they lost um, uh, Trevor Reza and Luke Mbamute to free agency. Mm-hmm. And uh, Chris Paul's a year older. Yeah, Chris Paul's a year older, and he's... It seems like every postseason he gets, there's some little nagging injury that prevents him from uh, reaching his full potential in that postseason. Now, you said that you thought the Thunder were their biggest competitor? Um, in the Western Conference. In the West, gotcha. Yeah. Um, right now, um, assuming Boogie comes back, how do you think the uh, the finals would play out? I'm assuming the Celtics are making it. Uh, how many games is that series going? 
Um, I would say it would go, uh, I'd give uh, the Celtics a couple games. Let's say it's going to go six. Um, they got a lot of young talent over there with Brown and, and Rozier and hopefully a healthy Gordon Hayward and Kyrie Irving. So, and, and then the uh, stalwart of the, or the veteran on that team, uh, Al Horford. Yeah. Yeah, that'll be a fun one. I'm, uh, I, I think that this might be, because I, I think the Celtics team is better than the Rockets last year, so I think this might mm-hmm. be their biggest competition yet. Actually, um, fully loaded. So, yeah, the, if they're completely healthy, yeah, they'll definitely give uh, the Warriors a run for the money. Oh, and Jason Tatum too. I forgot about him. They, <laughs> yeah, they got so much talent over there. But yeah, yeah, and their bench, their bench goes like five deep as well so mm-hmm. that's that's something i'm really looking forward to i think i think it'll come down to that and it'll be a good one i uh so steve, oh go ahead go ahead no go ahead. so steve kerr um said that he doesn't have any intentions of ch- of changing how they play when boogie comes back do you expect to see more of a half court offense or a slower pace of play um less threes jacked up anything like that later on in the season when he's back um, I do expect them to play a little more um, inside out because they haven't had a low post presence during this run. Well, I guess you could call Andrew Bogut that, but he really, <laughs> really wasn't that. Uh, he uh, he was on his he was on his last legs in in Oakland, but yeah, they haven't had a low post presence there. Yeah, I can't can't remember the last time they had one, um, but I mean he wants. I, I don't know if you saw you guys have seen the videos him um, in USA Basketball. He calls himself the third Splash Brother, but yeah. I don't. I I'm gonna guess he's gonna be more on the low posts because they they already have Clay, Katie, and Steph uh, bombing threes so. I, I expect them to uh, go a little more into the post. I mean, they're not compl- compl- going to completely tar- change their offense, but I, I think they'll they'll do a little bit more. Yeah, I think their offense is just fine. I don't think they <laughs> need to make any major tweaks. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> if it ain't broke, don't break it, I think is a, a perfect. <laughs> Correct. Go ahead, Sean. So, uh... Golden State, obviously, they, they lost a few, you know, small contributors with this team over the last year, uh, David West being one of them. Uh, they bring in uh, Jonas Cherebko. Um, how do you see him fitting in with this team? What kind of playing time is this, is this gentleman going to be getting with the uh, the Dubs this season? Hey, you with us? I'm still here. Oh, hey. I don't. I only see you in the. Uh... Oh, sorry about that. Um, so he was asking uh, about uh, Drebko being added to the team. Um, you lost David West. Um, just kind of, and you also added Jacob Evans um, with with the smaller additions in the beginning of the year. Um, what is this team going to look like as far as rotation players uh, when we talk about Jacob Evans and Drebko? Uh, what kind of role are they playing? Jacob Evans is from uh, your guys' neck of the woods, right? He, he went to, is. He went to he Cincinnati? Is. 
Yeah, they're uh, so I'm I'm from Detroit, but uh, okay. but Tim and them are they're Xavier fans, I believe. So gotcha. Um, but they they still represent um, Cincinnati a good deal. But um, on paper, it seems like uh, Jacob Evans is the prototypical wing for the Golden State Warriors, but mm-hmm. uh, I didn't see a lot from him in uh, summer league. But that's that's just summer league, so maybe that'll change yeah. during the preseason. As far as Jarebko goes, I feel like he's gonna he's gonna fill in uh, Omri Caspi's role from last season, um, but he will shoot the ball, <laughs> unlike <laughs> Caspi, who was terrified to shoot threes, and that's why the Warriors got him. Um, <laughs> so I, I look for Jarebko to shoot threes and give them uh, a little bit of a Inside presence, uh, rebounding, um, setting good screens for um, Steph and Clay and KD. Yeah, absolutely. Um, are you a 2K guy? You play 2K? I do not play 2K. You don't? Okay, well, the ratings just came out on Twitter like, I don't know, a half hour ago for like all the teams. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I thought it was... I thought the Warriors were probably the most interesting one, so I'm gonna I'm gonna read off the uh, the five ratings and just tell me um, what you think overall. Curry was a 95, Clay was an 89, Durant was a 97, Draymond was an 87, and Cousins was a 90. Wow, I was I was expecting Clay Thompson to be a little higher than was it 89. 89. So, so that was the that was the exact one that uh, that Tim and I were, were kind of stuck on. Um, not even being a 90. I don't know. That was uh, I don't know for for one of the best shooters in history. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, being a splash brother and a, a multi time champ. I don't know. I thought 89 was a bit low. Um, his defensive skill and everything involved. But uh, and and Draymond, I guess he's he's a little low because of his uh, his shooting ability. Yeah. His uh, his three-point shot has uh, gone by the wayside the last couple seasons. Se- it's like seemed a little broken last year. Yeah, yeah. Like the like the best like the best year he had was with Luke Walton shooting the three. I think he was <laughs> I think he was shooting like thirty-nine percent with Luke Walton, and then Steve Kerr comes back and so- suddenly he doesn't know how to shoot. So Draymond was just on uh, the HBO show The Shop with LeBron. Oh yeah, I saw that. And yeah, did you watch the episode? I did. Yeah, it was awesome. Uh, we just did a uh, a little article, a little recap on it. Um, but it one, I think it's kind of weird that Draymond and LeBron are friends. I think I like it, um, <laughs> but it, it seems a little weird. But Draymond talked about how LeBron was the best player in the world right now. I was wondering your thoughts on it. Do you feel weird about that with KD and Curry both kind of fighting for that title um, on his team? Do you feel like that's okay to say? Um, I, everyone's entitled to their opinion. Um, I would say most Warriors fans would say that Steph Curry is the best player in the NBA because really? just the love that Steph gets here in the Bay Area and... He's he's the system here in uh, in Oakland, uh, okay. soon soon to be San Francisco, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, since since I'm from the East Bay, oh, um, man. and yeah, um, Katie Katie is also uh, uh, could be one of the 
could be the top player in the league as well. He's really improved his defense since he got to the Warriors. It seems like I didn't watch a whole... I, I watched a bunch of OKC games, but maybe it's just a little more magnified since I'm watching every single game. and Right. Yeah. And rooting for him as well, I'm exactly. sure. <laughs> a little, bi- a little yeah, bias. A little bias. <laughs> Absolutely. Do you think that Steph's the best player on the team? I do think he's the best player because... Really? Because uh, their offense is all predicated on, on Steph Curry. The, yeah. the the opposing defense, they're all keyed on, in on. There's 10 guys on Steph Curry at all, t- at the, all times, and that's just going to allow... Clay and Draymond and Katie to get to their spots and get easier jumpers and easier opportunities to score the basketball. Yeah, his spacing is like, and any other player in the in the league. Uh, I mean, I don't know. It just he commands respect from like half court. So mm-hmm. it, it's pretty insane. But uh, Sean's back with us. Welcome back, Sean. Yeah, I, I, I. I... Got lost for a minute. Now I'm back. Little, uh, I don't know what happened, trip. but here I am. So, yeah. Michael, I want to talk to you a little bit about Jordan Bell. Um, he came in last season. He was uh, was uh, traded to the the Warriors infamously for some cash considerations. Mm-hmm. Um, had a pretty good rookie <laughs> year with them. Didn't really average a whole lot, but really kind of fit in with the system. He was a, a, a great energy guy coming off the bench. He ended up starting 13 games last year. Didn't average a whole lot. Um, is this the year we see him make like a, a like a significant jump? I mean, do you see him actually starting at the beginning of the season? I think it'll be between him and uh, Kavon Looney. Okay. I know that uh, Steve Kerr always is gushing over Kavon Looney because of his his ability to switch onto smaller men, and you saw that in the Western Conference Finals. Yes. Um, yeah, Jordan Bell is a little bit of a wild card. His he has freakish athleticism, uh, and he he uh, doesn't um, lack in confidence. That's for sure. Um, I remember one game last season. I think versus the I think it was versus the Mavericks. The Warriors were up by like twenty five or something like that. He got a steal, he had a breakaway, and he threw it off the backboard and dumped it. And I was like, all right. <laughs> I would, this, is, uh, this is a little different. Oh, yeah, that was, that was real pretty. I remember that. How, how about him, how about Steve Kerr just completely trolling the Chicago Bulls organization by starting him against the Bulls and him just dominating them? Yeah. That was... Yeah, and then... Uh, and then um, Every time he scored, he he put up his his fingers uh, like he's rubbing money. <laughs> Sean is a Bulls fan. So, oh, right. oh, is he? Oh, yeah. This this is hitting home for him right now. It is, is. It is. I mean, I like right. Justin Holiday on the Bulls. He used to be a Warrior. Yeah, he was one go. that I kind of forgot about uh, this <laughs> summer. I did a whole Chicago Bulls preview about two or three weeks ago, and. I, I sat down with another, you know, Bulls blogger, and the, he did not come up once, and then the, the pod ended, and I was like, man, we didn't even bring up Holiday. <laughs> they, they've got too many small forwards on that team. <laughs> yeah, they have a lot of small forwards. <laughs> so, um, looking at this season, um, well, actually, looking at last season, I, I'm just kind of taking a look at uh, some, of the, some of the ridiculous... Uh, 
um, records that were set last year. You know, in terms of of Golden State Warriors, this is this is the team, obviously of of the decade. This is, uh, you know, it, it's one of the greatest teams ever assembled at this point. I mean, it's I don't. Mm-hmm. A lot of people think it's it's unfair or or bad for the NBA. I don't I don't really feel that way. Just because they're so fun to watch and they're so smooth. But I mean, just looking at some of the records that they just racked up last year individually and as a team they tied most consecutive road wins 14 they had the longest winning margin in the playoffs largest winning margin in the playoffs 41 points Jeez. against against the uh the rockets in game yeah. three last year i was actually at that game you were at that game i bet yeah. that was that was probably a lot of fun <laughs> yeah <laughs> I mean, it's just amazing just looking at the, the the stuff that they rack up on a on a regular basis. Um, what uh, what do you see them doing this year? Do you see them kind of uh, kind of dialing back in the regular season like they kind of did last year? I mean, they didn't have the number one seed at the end of the year. Are they are they gunning for? Are they gonna they kind of space it out and and just kind of pace themselves again? Or do you see them just like going full force? You know, like two years ago style I think they uh, they they take it easy in the uh, in, t- in 2018 and and then gradually build up momentum in 2019 maybe after the all-star break but they're I think they're just gonna coast because their talent is unlike any other team except for maybe Philly or Boston in the Eastern Conference and uh yeah, um, maybe uh, a couple, maybe Jarebko plays uh, a little bit uh, harder than most most of the other guys, but uh, all these, all these, most of the guys are returning to this roster, so they, they pretty much know the deal, and I think Steve Kerr is going to rest more guys as, as crazy, as, uh, bad as that sounds uh, the regular season really doesn't matter to this team and they can beat any team on any court at any time so yeah that's true but i think they're gonna try to get the number one seed this season it was it was a little little stressful last season being the number two seed and pretty much on the we're on the brink of elimination being down three two to the rockets and then game six did not uh, start very well either. They are down, I think, like sixteen points after the first yeah, quarter or something. Yeah. And has to be just, scary. Has to be scary, you know, to to go down that much with so much on the line. You know, mm-hmm. we're talk we're talking all time legacies here with this team. So you don't want to you don't want to get knocked out. I mean, uh, obviously the you know CP three going down. You know last year was definitely a advantageous you know piece for the warriors to kind of get over um the rockets probably had the best they had the best regular season they've ever had last year so and like you said i think that they've uh, taken a step back the window is probably closed now i don't know though i've been wrong before but i just i don't trust chris paul's health at all 
Um, yeah, me neither. Yeah, so you mentioned you mentioned the Thunder being the you, you think the the biggest threat to this Warriors team. You haven't you haven't mentioned the the Lakers at all. So they got a player named <laughs> LeBron James this summer. Um, just yeah, know, they're going to be a threat as well. You, you think, okay, okay. <laughs> but uh, but I just don't think I just don't think they're going to be the the top threat. Okay, the powerhouse. Uh, but I, I, I see those Lakers maybe being a five or six seed in the ooh, West. Ooh, that high. Okay, I like it. I mean, a lot of people are saying they're not going to make the playoffs at all, you know, but I, I don't really buy that. I just feel like stuff's going to click eventually with them, and I think they have some young players that are excited to get out there and play with, you know, one of the best ever. So, you know, I... I definitely are. Are you excited at the prospect of seeing a, a Lakers uh, Warriors playoff matchup next year? Oh, definitely. We the uh, Bay Area SoCal rivalry uh, is is the best here here in the Bay Area. Whether it's uh, Giants Dodgers or or Warriors Lakers or for the for a long time it was it was the Clippers, even though. They really <laughs> well. The, the only time they faced in the playoffs, the Clippers did beat the Warriors, but but yeah. after that, the Warriors completely dominated them and pretty much killed their franchise. So so Sean brought up legacy, and he also brought up LeBron James. Um, if we can play a hypothetical game here for a second, just kind of put our hypothetical thinking caps on. So. Let's uh, let's assume that the Warriors are winning the championship this year. Um, I think that that's not safe to say, but it's definitely the favorite, right? Um, so they would win three in a row, okay? Um, and let's let's say that uh, LeBron doesn't win that one chip against them. Um, so they end up winning, you know, multiple in a row, even more. Um, where does Curry rank all time, assuming he has four championships? Um, where do you think he would go all time? Ooh, that's a good question. Um, does he move into like the the magic kind of uh, category? Uh, I would say Steph would be. Uh, he'd he probably top be a top 10? five point top guard. Top five. Okay. Yeah. Top five. Um, maybe behind Magic. Um, I've I'd put uh. John Stockton up there. Yeah. I put uh, Isaiah Thomas up there. Um, who maybe, am I missing? Maybe Oscar. I, uh, I guess. Might... I guess he was a point guard, right? He was, he, yeah. yeah. He was. He was kind of both. Yeah. I think I'd. I think I'd put Curry already top five. I personally, that's a. Uh, that might be a lot, but I think I'm per- putting Curry top five. I think he has potential to be top two, um, just behind. Uh, just behind Magic. Um, so do you yeah. guys actually think he's a point guard? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, what do you think he is? Like a like a two or a combo guard? I, I do I do think he's a point guard, but I, I hear a lot of like pundits saying that he's he's a sh- he all he does is shoot and he does he he only averages what like six or seven assists a game, so he should be averaging more assists if he's a point guard, blah, blah, blah. But, yeah, I, I, I totally think he's he's a point guard because he controls the game. 
Yeah, I think he'll go down as as one of the the all time greats in the game, and maybe one of the most influential players of their generation. Uh, when you look at people like Kareem, where they had to like ban the dunk, mm-hmm. uh, you're gonna look at people like Curry to where like the game kind of had to change to to a three point game um, more than a two point game kind of thing. So yeah, that's why you see big man shooting threes. <laughs> yeah, so many of yeah. them now. Yeah. I mean, it's it's basically every big man is and if you're not shooting if you're not able to stretch the floor now, it, the NBA has passed you by. I mean, I don't I don't see a place for someone like Hassan Whiteside in a couple years. I mean, mm-hmm. he's I mean it I mean his he's he's kind of went downhill anyway, but I mean, I I don't know where his game goes from here where he becomes a, you know, a productive, you know, center. In terms yeah. of you know, because he, he can't spread the floor or anything. He's a great shot blocker, but yeah, I mean, he's much he's he's like a young Dwight Howard. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's another one who you know hasn't really you know changed his game to fit either. So, but so many of them are shooting threes now. Demarcus Cousins, obviously one of them. Joel Embiid's he's not a great three point shooter, but he's there. Carl Anthony Towns. I mean, I I feel like the big guys coming into the league now are shooting the three and they're shooting it more often. And it's all because of Steph Curry. I mean, he, he's changed Mm -hmm. so much and I think people are really going to start realizing it. Like after, after Steph eventually leaves the game, just how different everything changed in that, you know, that first season where they were, you know, just absolutely killing everyone (laughs) with the three. So next summer is a big one for the Warriors. Um, there's been a lot of talk about Clay Thompson, a lot of speculation on on what he's going to do. Um, his father's saying he's probably going to stay with them, sign another contract. Uh, what do you see playing out next year with uh, with the Clay Thompson situation? Um, I yeah, I, I agree with his his father. I think he's gonna he's gonna stay. Um, I think the big question is. Uh, what happens with KD and uh, Draymond? Because there's been a lot of speculation from um, the Athletics' uh, Tim Kawakami saying that the Warriors have always had their eye on Anthony Davis, and if they were to trade for him, they would definitely have to throw in Draymond and you never know with uh, Kevin Durant whether he wants to find a new opportunity if he wins three straight championships if he's going to want to maybe go back to OKC there's been that that um that thinking right there or maybe go to New York who knows maybe even LA yeah that's a that, I think that's a possibility too I think a lot of people aren't talking enough about that I mean that that could definitely happen next year and oh god it'd be be terrible. <laughs> be so are you terrible. Gonna, are you going to buy a uh, Kevin Durant jersey when he plays for the Knicks? Oh, no way. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he's going to New York, guys. I, I just don't see him being that guy. There's, every, every every year, the, uh, the Knicks fans concoct some kind of speculation how one of the biggest stars in the NBA is going to want to come to New York and play there and everything, and Maybe maybe a Kyrie Irving might might go over there, but I I just don't see Kevin Durant leaving 
the Bay Area to go to go fix the Knicks. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so so you would you would lose Cousins just because uh, he can't sign again, right? Yeah. Uh, you would lose him. Let's say you lose Clay. Clay goes to like L.A. for example. Okay, so it's Curry and Draymond. Um, maybe Durant goes Curry and Draymond or uh, Kyrie and Porzingis, and I kind of get my own team and I get to save New York. What do you think? Well, that's that's enticing. You're saying, <laughs> yeah. I mean, obviously, I I think it's going to take more than Porzingis to get Kevin Durant over there. But who knows? Kevin Knox well, Kyrie. might might be might end up being you know this huge yeah. player this year. So I mean, it's a lot of a lot of what ifs. Yeah, I remember hearing the what ifs about like, what if Kevin Durant actually went to the Warriors, and I was like, dude, psh, <laughs> shut up, <laughs> come on, that seems crazy. But I mean, we'll be looking back on like, man, remember when Anthony Davis didn't play for the Celtics, and basketball seemed to be fair, <laughs> but. Um, I th- I well, think, uh, well, Kevin Durant wouldn't be on the Warriors if Harrison Barnes would have taken a is like a four year, like sixty four million dollar extension, and he's like, no, I'm not taking that. I'm gonna wait till free agency. So if you would have taken that, uh, Katie would probably still be in OKC. What are the thoughts on Harrison Barnes? Like, what's the what's the vibe on him from the Bay Area? Oh, a lot of people. Um, can't forgive him for uh, his finals <laughs> finals performance uh, versus uh, the Cavaliers in uh, was that 20, 2016? I think yeah. he went like five of thirty two the last like three games or something. So and they, they were ready for him to go out the door at that point. Yeah, they, they were like, "That's fine. Yeah, we're good. Go exactly. get your go get your little max deal in Dallas. That's mm-hmm. fine." But uh, but Harrison. I mean, there's he's he's a really good guy, um, but as far as as far as his skills with uh, with the Warriors, a, a lot of people are were ready to um, let him go, and there was all I mean there was already speculation about Katie during the playoffs with the Warriors. So if I mean if you had the choice between Katie or Harrison Barnes, obviously you're going to pick Katie. Yeah. Is this whole starting lineup Hall of Famers right now? Uh, definitely on... Steph and KD. Okay. Um, Do you think Clay? I th- I think they probably are because it it doesn't take all. It it's not like the uh, baseball Hall of Fame where you have to be like a, a very elite player. Um, but yeah, I would, I would say um, that those those four would be Hall of Famers, especially if they win another championship. Um, I don't know about uh, Boogie yet, but uh, right. since he hasn't done anything uh, postseason wise, that's that's pretty solid though. A core four all making the Hall of Fame. Yeah, that that's, yeah. that would be they'll, super. They'll impressive. definitely retire all those jerseys. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Oh, yeah. And they'll retire unless, unless the- Katie like leaves after this year. I mean, I don't know if three years is enough to retire yeah. a jersey with a franchise. A couple finals MVPs. Yes, yeah, true. And they'll retire them in the new arena, though, right? Yeah, the Chase Center in San Francisco. What are your thoughts? What are your feelings? Are you emotional? 
I'm a little emotional since I'm from the East Bay and I've spent a lot of time at Oracle, uh, but Joe Lacob wanted to, wants to move to San Francisco, so he's just gonna price out uh, a lot of the uh, a lot of the Oakland uh, season ticket holders. So we'll see we'll see what the vibe is like at uh, Chase Center, uh, uh, not this year but next season. For for those of us that aren't uh, lucky enough to uh, get on a plane and fly out to the beautiful Bay Area and go to a, a game at Oracle, what are we missing? I mean, the the atmosphere is incredible. Uh, it's not. It's definitely uh, toned down a little bit because just because the tickets have gotten a lot more expensive and those diehard fans are. Uh, unable to make it to the games, but they, they, Oracle is still pretty loud. It's it's nothing like uh, the We Believe season, but but it's 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 a great it's it's great it's a great time to to go to Warrior Games. Yeah, I, I bet. I am a huge fan of the the legacy of the We Believe Warrior season. Yeah, I I was a I was a anti Dallas Mavericks fan for a very long time. <laughs> and, that, and that year, just oh god, I just reveled in that because I I don't know what it was, and it, I had no reason for it, but I just I didn't like the the uh, the Mavericks at that time, and I just I look back at that, and that was just such a fun team to watch, such a fun team. And I, I kind of wish that they would have brought back Steven Jackson just a couple years ago, just so he would have been part of like <laughs> this other like you know, uh, you know, warrior squad, just to kind of like you know bridge the gap between those teams. But you know, it, well, it's... well, they brought back uh, Matt Barnes two years ago. Yeah, they did. They did bring <laughs> back Matt Barnes. I forgot about that. I guess I guess he's the bridge. I don't know. Yeah, I, I get. Yeah. So, Michael, uh, before we get you out of here, uh, we've been asking this. Um, for all of the, uh, the season preview, season preview guys that we're bringing on here to, uh, to help us out, if you were going to give us one bold prediction for the Golden State Warriors 2018-19 NBA season, what would it be? Let's see, uh, we're going to go with, uh, Steph Curry is going to be the finals MVP, not Kevin Durant. Okay, Ooh. it's it's sort of bold, but kind of a little bit safe. But I kind of yeah. like it. I kind of like it. I mean, we could go really bold. I could just let's let's maybe just go with the Demarcus Cousins Finals oh. MVP. Okay, cool. We'll, oh. we'll go with that because that sounds crazier. Yeah, yeah. I like that's a, better, I, that's a better headline. Yeah, I like I like bold and crazy. So that's that sounds good. So yeah, hopefully, hopefully he'll be healthy by uh, by June. I, I hope so because I really want to see him play with these guys. So we, Michael, we would ask you uh, real quick. We would ask you to uh, to predict how many games they'll win, um, but I don't know if it actually matters how many games they win in the regular <laughs> season. I think. Uh, <laughs> do you do you want a prediction? Let, uh, sh- go, let's go for let's, it. Let's take one. Sure. Um, let's say seventy three wins. No, they're gonna be they're gonna be uh, let's say sixty four and eighteen. Okay. Ooh, okay. Playing a little safe, but yeah, yeah, that's 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 a good that's it's a great record. It's a fantastic and record. Will Steve Kerr let any players coach this year? <laughs> <laughs> um, Bold I, I don't I don't think he'll do it again this season. It was it was okay. a little disrespectful to uh to his old to the, team to man. the Phoenix Suns. 
think <laughs> I think I think it but I think it was one of their best games of the season actually. I think they won by like forty or something, so Yeah. I don't know. Well, Maybe Andre Iguodala just player coach. There for, you go. It'll be a game. fun season. It's gonna be a fun season, we're looking forward to it. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna be losing a lot of a lot of sleep here on the East Coast watching uh, Warriors and Lakers basketball games this year. It's gonna be kind of crazy. Yeah. So, Michael, before we get you out of here, uh, we want to thank you for uh, coming on here and and you know sharing your thoughts you know about the Dubs this year. Uh, if you would uh, tell all the people on our podcast uh, where they can find you on the interwebs. Uh, thanks, thanks for having me. Um, you can find me on uh, Twitter at Schultz Report. That's S H U L T Z Report, and uh, you can check out my stuff on BlueManHoop.com. All right, love it. Very appreciate good. it. Thank you so much for coming on today, Michael. Uh, we appreciate it. We're looking forward to uh, to this season. Where we, we it's this last few months have been kind of. Kind of long, so we're, we're ready for, <laughs> for basketball season to, to, to start finally. So uh, on behalf of Kyle, thank you all for listening. This has been 48 Minutes Podcast. You can check us out on Google, iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify. We're everywhere now, so just check us out. Click that follow button. Also give us a five-star review on iTunes. Have a great day, everyone. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Mike.